The opinions voiced in this program are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, consult with your attorney, accountant, and financial advisor or tax advisor prior to investing. Investment advice offered through Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management, a registered investment advisor. Welcome back to Financial Focus Radio Show. Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management has offices in Bend, Eugene, and John Day, serving clients from all over the Northwest. Give us a call today for your free retirement review. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Thanks for spending some of your weekend with us. This is pretty crazy, this stat here. Uh, and this comes from Vanguard. According to Vanguard, Gen Z investors, so Gen Z are are people that were born after 1996. So really young people, or at least I think they're really young. Uh, so Gen Z investors uh, entered 2023 with the highest cash allocation of any generation. So they have the average uh, Gen Z has 30% of their portfolio in cash. So uh, what's funny, <laughs> what's funny is the generation that has the least amount in cash is the silent generation. Those people are born from in 1945 or earlier. So this, this is like, this allocation makes no sense. So here in order is, is the cash allocations. So Gen Z has the most, and they're the youngest. Millennials, which are the second youngest, have the second most. My generation, Gen X, uh, then uh, baby boomers and the silent generation. So that should be theoretically flipped and it's and it's not so uh it, it, you know what's crazy to me is like gen z i think uh one of the challenges in you know that why they have such a high cash allocation is they just don't trust the stock market right like they came of age what you know when volatility increased significantly COVID, all that stuff and so they don't really trust the stock market but um to have that much in cash is is a is a funny thing 30 percent of your money and if you're you know, really young. I mean, really your cash allocation should be your emergency fund and that's it. Um, and then this was, this was interesting before we talk about the shame of the week. I thought, um, I'd, I'd share this. This comes from creative planning, Charlie Bellello. Um, this is the biggest companies, uh, by market cap, uh, in the United States, uh, at, at, by decade. So going back to 1960, uh, Josh, what do you think the biggest company in America was in 1960? 1960? Uh, it's not a trick question. I don't know. AT&T was the biggest company in America. In 1970, IBM. Yeah, 19, I was going to go with IBM in 70. 1980, 1980, IBM was still number one. 1990, it's ExxonMobil. Uh, 2000, Microsoft. Microsoft. Then it's ExxonMobil again in 2010, yeah. uh, followed by Apple uh, in 2020. So my point in bringing this up, is, you know, the list of companies, uh, you know, when you look at the companies, uh, in the top 10 companies in 1980, none of them are in the top 10 in 2020. And so these names in 2020 that I know you all love, I know, and I'm not saying that Apple is not a great company, one of the best companies in the history of the world. Microsoft is a great company. Amazon, Google, uh, Facebook, Tesla, Berkshire. Well, I don't think Tesla's a great company, but Berkshire, Visa, these are all great companies. You know, in two decades from now, they're not going to be in the top 10. And, and that's why Josh and I index. And I know you all love to own these stocks. But if you own these stocks over the next two decades, two and a half decades, you are going to underperform the S&P. And idiots like James Kramer would say I'm wrong, but he's wrong. And it's not because of my opinion. It's the data. It, it is just straight up the data. And it's the large, large, large numbers. Like in 1960, nobody could imagine that AT&T wasn't going to be the bis, biggest company in the world 25 years later. But guess what? It wasn't even in the list 25 years later. And so that's going to be true of these juggernauts that you all love so much. And guess what? Somewhere in the index today, the biggest company in the world exists. Uh, and, and guess what? If you own the index, you'll own that. Micro strategy. <laughs> Yeah, it's my call. Nobody knows that joke, so don't say it. I know. Okay, so uh, shame of the week, Tim. Nice. Uh, this drives me nuts. So um, the shame of the week this week is 403B providers. So here I want to. I have to first describe what a 403B. A 403B is a retirement plan 
uh, for a nonprofit entity. And so when you look out in the landscape, like the biggest four and 403B here in Central Oregon is the St. Charles, you know, the hospital, uh, because St. Charles is a nonprofit, so they have a 403B plan. But in most of the rest of America, 403Bs are, are at, you know, people that work at churches, people that work are teachers, like the biggest 403B uh, pool in, in the country by far is teachers. So university professors, uh, you know, high school teachers, teachers at public schools, because they're all nonprofit entities, and so they have access to 403Bs. And um, and so the idea behind them is great, but the problem is, um, way back when, I don't know some brilliant lobbyists that uh, insurance companies, but um, you know the four hundred three B landscape is rife with criminals that take advantage of these people that are doing huge huge service to society. Like when I think about, uh, you know, teachers and, you know, influential people that have huge impacts on society, these are the people, uh, you know, you know, priests and all of these people that uh, we should give the best retirement plans to, uh, but unfortunately we're not. And so, um, you know, you can go through all of these lawsuits uh, by 403B participants, because what happens is oftentimes they're sold an annuity, whether it's a group annuity or an individual annuity, a fixed annuity, some sort of annuity where these people are contributing to for years, not understanding that they're contributing uh, money to an annuity only to find out later. And, you know, we have clients that that happened to that we talked to about. And it's just like, yeah, sorry, you've been contributing to a group annuity all those years. And look at these ridiculous fees. Instead of, uh, you know, all of this 403B money should be in index funds, right, with the lowest cost, uh, best performing, because index funds over time are going to be the best performing. That's not what's happening. There's these men and women that go in the cafeterias of these public schools, uh, and, you know, in order for them to make some money, they because p- teachers are contributing 50 bucks every paycheck or 100 bucks every paycheck, they have to sell these group annuities with big con- commissions. And so these they prey on these teachers because they don't know what they're talking about. They say, oh, you need to f- save for your retirement. And so, you know, take this packet, fill this out, and you'll be saving money every month that's going to go toward your retirement. And unfortunately, because they're buying an annuity, the fees are often one, two, two and a half percent higher than they really should be. And so that's sort of the shame of the week is that the the, the sort of market forces haven't gotten to the four through B. And I can't figure out why not. I mean, there's, there are some good ones out there, um, but why I, can't, I just can't figure out. It makes me so sad that, you know, there are people that teach my kids and, and kids around America uh, – that are doing really, really important work, uh, but they're being taken advantage on, of on their retirement you plan. You read about these guys that are like crusading to try to fix that landscape. I want, why is it that there hasn't been more progress in that space? Well, so there's a guy, I can't remember what his name is, but he was one of these people that was in a crappy 403B. He was a teacher, and he got so upset that he created this. He went, he's on a, literally on a crusade. He created a website called 403BY. So if you are a participant in a 403B, you need to go on the website. Just Google 403BY, W-I-S-E, uh, and it'll bring you to his website, and it'll show you. You can, like, put your plan in there. You can put exactly what you're in. Um, it, you know, he, the website has lots of really cool tools. It's all free, uh, and it, you, it, you'll be able to find out if you're, you know, 403B, is a good one, what your fees are. Um, it'll explain, you know, sort of what your plan is and also the options that you might have. And so, again, if you are a participant in a 403B, it's called 403B Wise. Uh, you know, so if you're a St. Charles participant, they did the right thing and they moved their plan uh, to Fidelity and they do have some good investment options. But, you know, you're, if you're a teacher at Ben Lapine, uh, there's a good chance that some of you have that you're listening that have some crappy 403B options. And so go on 403B Wise and figure out if you are in, you are in fact one of the those people because you do now have options like there are it is much easier for you to say wait I just want to invest in index funds with my 403b because you're not limited just to that to that you know like in Ben Lapine's case or Redmond School District you're not limited to the only things they option they make it sort of seem that way uh, but there are options out there for you so again if you are a participant in a 403b go to 403b wise w-i-s-e and uh, put your plan in there and see if you are, in fact, getting ripped off. And then you can certainly do something about it because there are a lot of options out there now um, uh, that are similar to a 401k or or if you were just going to invest in an IRA, say it like a Vanguard where, where your fees are going to be a lot lower. So do the work. It makes a difference. Fees over time uh, are going to have a huge impact on how much money is in your nest egg. 
All right, if you'd like to take one of us up on a free retirement review, we'll give you an hour of our time to talk about anything in your financial life. So if you have at least $500,000 of investable assets, call the office, 800-743-0988. Get your free one-hour retirement review. Meet with a Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management Investment Advisor today for free. It's our offer to you as a listener to the show. Give us a call today to schedule your portfolio review. 800-743-0988. Again, and Furniture would like to thank you for over a decade of shopping at their Ben location in the Ben Factory stores and their new location in downtown Redmond. To celebrate and say thanks to the community, Cascade Mattress is giving the best deals of the season at the year-end clearance sale. Start by saving hundreds on in-stock King and Queen Sealy Posturepedic Pillow Tops. During the year-end clearance sale, save at both store locations with up to 50% off bed frames and bedroom groupings. And get the best deals of the year on 2023 closeouts and in-stock floor models. Get your best sleep in 2024 when you shop the year-end clearance sale at Cascade Mattress and Furniture in Bend and now in downtown Redmond. Everyday value warehouse prices, Cascade Mattress. CascadeMattress.com or call 678-REST. It was the week before Christmas and Santa was touring his shop when one of his elves asked him if a gift for Mrs. Claus had been bought. Hey, Santa, what'd you get her this year? Santa sadly shook his head and shrugged with a deep sigh. Wiping his brow with his kerchief, he asked, what kind of husband am I? Then with a gasp and a giggle, he exclaimed with a laugh of delight, I'll go to Mrs. Claus's favorite toy store and I'll go there tonight. The elf asked Santa, And where might that be? Why, Satterly Jewelry Repair and Design Center. They're the best in their league. With colorful gemstones and unique jewelry designs, any gift I pick from their store is guaranteed to bring a big smile. So learn your lesson from Santa Claus. For gifts that create memories galore, this Christmas you need to visit Mrs. Claus's favorite toy store. Oh yeah, they got great stuff. Satterly Jewelry Repair and Design Center on 5th and Fur in Redmond. Merry Christmas, everyone. A new rod and reel, a shiny new fly box, a warm fleece for the river. If you are shopping for someone whose holiday wish list sounds like this, Fit and Fire is where you want to go, and we're in full swing to make sure we have what you need for the outdoor man or woman in your family. At Fit and Fire, our expert staff will take the guesswork out of what to get that someone special, because they fish and you might not. Our staff can direct you to the perfect gift from the most current brands. Patagonia, Crispy Boots, Stone Glacier, Grundens, Benchmade, Yeti, Heller Brothers, and more. We promise you will find something that will make your hunter or fly fisherman extremely happy to receive. Even if you're a last-minute shopper this year, we're here to help. Holiday gifts, gift cards, and stocking stuffers. Swing into Fin and Fire, the biggest fly shop and outdoor store in Central Oregon. Locally owned. We're in Redmond on Highway 97 across from Safeway or shop online at finandfire.com. Financial Focus Radio Show is online all the time via iTunes, Spotify, and Spreaker. Catch past shows online or by finding us on iTunes. <laughs> oh, well, sorry. Welcome back. We were, we were talking about Josh's son. And, uh, anyways, welcome back to Financial Focus. Thanks for joining us. Uh, if you want to sign up for our e-newsletter, Josh and I do a video on the 15th and 30th of every month uh, where we talk about what's going on in markets and how that affects your money. Uh, we send it to our clients, but you don't have to be a client to get on the list. Go to our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com and sign up for our e-newsletter. So the power of incentives. 
Uh, Warren Buffett's strategy leans heavily on the power of incentives. By tying the prospect of re-election to the country's economic health, lawmakers would be encouraged to prioritize fiscal responsibility, promoting strategies that would align long-term sustainability over short-term political gain. Buffett said, I could end the deficit in five minutes. You just pass a law that says that anytime there's a deficit of more than 3% of GDP, all sitting members of Congress are ineligible for re-election. I will. I, I want that law to pass so bad you can't even believe it. Like the idea that these idiots would sign that—they're they're never going to sign that law, right? Because they're like, oh, I'm not going to get it reelected. Because I. But this this is it, right? Incentive incentives matter so much. Like this. This is why I will love Warren Buffett. Like he's like, ah, oh, like I got the fix for that in two seconds. Saw part of Nikki Haley's platform is to uh, prevent Congress members from getting paid during a, a government shutdown. But good luck uh, getting them to sign off on that law. Yeah, but uh, I'm telling you, Nikki Haley's starting to gain some ground because uh, she's actually a reasonable Republican. Yeah, we shall see. We yeah. shall see. All right. Uh, this is interesting. Josh shared this uh, e- or, uh, article with me from Wall Street Journal. Um, and the title of it, it's in personal finance. It says, your cash is earning 5% interest. Is now the time to move it? And it, and I don't care about the article. What it got me thinking about is, um, you know, all of these, the problem with a one-year f- uh, treasury that pays 5% or money markets they pay, that pay 5% is their one year, right? And so- Reinvestment risk. When we think about rates, if, if rates, if everybody gets what they think is going to happen, I don't happen to agree with that. I think rates are going to stay higher for longer. But if rates still roll over- all of these people that have been feeling good clipping those 5% coupons and saying, I'm getting 5% risk-free, um, you know, when they go to reinvest that money, that number could be 3% or 3.5%, and the money market they're could go to 3%. They're going to have a bunch of FOMO, and they're going to pile into stock markets, which are going to be considerably higher, and you will have done the exact opposite of what was prudent and what you really should have done. And right. we watch people do it all the time. I think the biggest flood of money we ever saw was at the end like, – Right near Q4 of 2021, all those people with the FOMO, fear of missing out, uh, having watched rip roaring rally for years, piled into stocks near the top, uh, and then you're watching the same dynamics play out over and over again. It's human psychology is utterly predictable. So the the funny thing is, um, the Nobel Prize in economics. Uh, was, was won by two uh, professors at University of Chicago, uh, French and Fama, uh, for the efficient market hypothesis, saying that all available data is priced into stocks at all times. That the the market is efficient. That the price of stocks is correct. And you know, they're professors and they deal with theory. We're uh, investors and we deal with reality. And I'm sitting here telling you that the market is more efficient than it's ever been, but is by far efficient. It is it, it, because individual investors, all of these people, individual or retail, they get the timing of markets wrong all the time. It's mind-boggling. There's a ton of people sitting there thinking, oh, this feels really good. And like Josh said, they'll miss a 25% move in the stock market. Then they'll pile in when stocks are really expensive as it then rolls over. Uh, It's just time and morning. It's crazy that it happens. Okay. So, um, this I wanted to talk about rebalancing. It's pro, you, a lot of you out there listening right now probably need to rebalance, especially those of you that are retired. So, uh, you know, when you're in your accumulation phase, you know, for the most part, you just want to own stocks and put your head down and save as much money and continue to invest in stocks and not worry what the market's doing. That's sort of the best uh, advice we can give in the accumulation phase. But if you were retired or close to retirement, uh, there, you know, your risk matters, where your money's allocated matters, having fixed income matters, uh, your asset allocation matters. And so a lot of you in that category probably need to rebalance. And there's a woman named Amy Arnott who works for Morningstar, and she did some research, and she looked at, you know, if you haven't rebalanced for five years, three years, or one year, and your allocation was X, what it would look like today. So um, she said, um, you know, if you, ha- if you had a 60% stock, 40% bond allocation, uh, just in the S&P and the aggregate index in the bond market, uh, five years ago, that mix is now 71% stocks, thir- you know, 29% bonds. Uh, and so obviously your uh, risk has gone up. 
Uh, and if you if you haven't rebalanced in that same allocation in three years, you're now 67.5% stocks, 32.5% bonds. And if you haven't rebalanced in a year, that 60-40 is now 63.5, So. Um, what is rebalancing? Josh, why don't you go through rebalancing and why it's so important, especially for that people approaching retirement and then people in retirement. Why is getting the asset allocation so important to that group? Uh, asset allocation you know, per Vanguard drives you know north of 96% of your return. So it's the proportions of what you own ultimately that dictate uh, you know the outcome of your portfolio. And all rebalancing is is bringing those percentages back to where you initially wanted them to be. Uh, so, so as the market moves, right, different asset classes do better than others. Or worse, your allocation yeah. gets out of whack. Yeah, and so you know, stocks propensity to grow uh, <laughs> in a significantly higher rate of return over bonds over time tends to mean that uh, you know the longer you've been invested, the more your portfolio will be weighted to stocks. Uh, relative to bonds, and so. But if you're a retiree, explain why that's so important to get that rebalance back. Uh, well, there's two reasons, and the first is that you know your portfolio is going to become ultimately a lot more volatile than it otherwise would have been because the stock composition will be significantly higher. And the other reason is, of course, like because you're taking income off the portfolio, presumably, so you need to get uh, you know an adequate number of years worth of ballast uh, or risk reducers uh, in your portfolio to preserve, uh, you know, capital preservation, super important when you're taking income, because of course, you're going to be taking income. And so you need a dollar to be a dollar when you're going to spend it or distribute it from your portfolio. So the idea, uh, you know, it's a risk management tactic. The more often you rebalance, the lower your return is going to be because you're selling stock more often than you're buying it. But uh, at the same token, you'll be less volatile. So, you know, per Vanguard, the most optimal time oriented rebalance threshold is usually uh, around 18 months or so. So, but describe the way we do it, the two ways that we look at doing it. You know, we have, you know, two different ways, one being a threshold based. So if a certain asset class in our portfolio moves too much, uh, we rebalance and the other being a time based where we look at it. So wait, real quick, the, the threshold is, let's say small cap stocks, we want them to be 18% and they become 24%. That's way above the threshold. That so we position has a super high variance. So we'll bring it back to where we initially contemplated it being. But, you know, the last time we really aggressively rebalanced into stocks was really during COVID. And we haven't rebalanced on the equity side since. We've made a lot of tweaks to the fixed income side. But, uh, you know, stock wise, it can be 2021. I, I guess I should also frame that differently. The last time we also rebalanced in stocks was uh, December of 2021, uh, where the stock side, you know, the S&P was up 27% in 2021. So it was a really prudent risk management tactic uh, to, you know, rebalance and ultimately buy more of our risk reducers. Remember, the idea of rebalancing is buying low and selling high, which is the name of the game in investing. And so you can, most of you out there can do it automatically. You can set it up to have it done automatically in your 401k or in your investment account. So you don't, you just pick a date and it does it uh, every, whatever you pick the time. So, all right, when we come back, we're going to talk about the three big retirement account changes that you probably haven't heard of. So you're going to want to stick around. Sign up for our e-news today. Get the latest thoughts on the market every other week from Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management delivered right to your inbox. The short five to six minute video helps you keep up with the market. You can always watch past videos on YouTube or NorthwestQuadrantWealth.com. of the season has arrived, Coastal wants to wish you and yours a happy and joyous holiday. Coastal Farm and Ranch, just what your holidays need.
everyday life moves pretty fast. At Coastal, we truly hope you find the time to take in the lights, sounds, and joy of the holidays. Embrace those you love, spend more time with friends, laugh a little louder and a little longer, and truly cherish the season. Whatever it is you do for a living or live to do, Coastal is here for you. From gifts for the family to feed for your livestock, Coastal has just what you need to put a little country in your family's holiday season. Happy holidays and a prosperous new year from everyone at Coastal. Coastal Farm and Ranch, just what your holidays need. Shop in store or online at CoastalCountry.com. Commander, you've spent two years in space. What's been the biggest adjustment since you've been back? Well, the last couple of years have been pretty unusual. But since I've been back on terra firma, I've had a heightened awareness of Earth's gravity and its effects on the body. Yes, right there. Do you have a plan for dealing with that? Yes, I'm returning to a regular routine at the ACB. The ACB? The Athletic Club event. The adrenaline rush I got during re-entry was amazing. I'm going to reproduce that by transitioning from weightlessness to pumping weights with swimming, running, spinning, tennis. You know, in space, it never changes. But down here, we've got to prepare for the upcoming season. That's for sure. And what I really like is being part of another like-minded community, alive with its own sort of kinetic energy. And the ACB has way more space than when I was actually in space. Sounds like a stellar plan. <laughs> the Athletic Club of Bend. For fitness, for fun, for friends, for family. Just go to athleticclubofbend.com. We live in a high desert wonderland. And you like to be outside. The Ben Factory stores have what you need. For the Central Oregon outdoor lifestyle. Make a bold statement and save up to 70% every day. Over 20 famous brand names like Columbia, Nike, and Pendleton. And locals like Learning Express Toys, Runway Fashion Exchange, and Cascade Mattress and Bedroom Furniture. Shop with nothing in mind and find exactly what you wanted. Great buys that reflect your personality. Drop by Play It Again Sports. They Offer new and used ski and snowboard gear. Receive bonus buys on trade-ins of used ski gear toward the purchase of new gear. Play It Again Sports has a great selection of quality used hockey gear. Get the gear you need for your winter sports season at Play It Again Sports. Next to Maurice's at the Bend Factory Stores. Smart shoppers start at the Bend Factory Stores, South Highway 97. Because everyone needs an outlet. Did you know Severson Plumbing has plumbers who live in and service Redmond and Prineville? That means if you have a home or business that needs plumbing help, there is no extra travel fee. For emergencies, plan repairs, and remodeling, Severson is ready in Redmond and Prineville. Voted best plumber in Central Oregon two years running. If it leaks, pumps, drips, or bursts, call Severson Plumbing first. You've heard the buzz about IT jobs and cybersecurity and AI, right? Why not prepare for a career in these fields and take advantage of the high demand? You could enjoy a more rewarding and recession-resistant lifestyle. Train in just a few short months at My Computer Career. No experience necessary. Already in IT? Skill up for positions employers need to fill. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation. That's mycomputercareer.edu. Financial aid is available for qualified students, including the GI Bill. The mission is clear. Give honest, transparent analysis and actionable advice every week. Make sure to connect with us on YouTube and get our twice-monthly e-newsletter. Welcome back. Thanks for joining us on Financial Focus Radio. If you'd like to take one of us up on a free retirement review, we'll give you an hour of our time to talk about anything in your financial life. So if you have at least $500,000 of investable money, call our office to get one of those scheduled 800 743 0988 or go to our, e our website and email us northwestquadrantwealth.com uh, so this was crazy if I was Tina, Tina Kotek or whoever uh, deals with her uh, her publicist I would have uh, you, you know been much more vocal about this because uh, most people on this side of the mountains aren't fans of the latest couple governors here in the state of Oregon 
Um, but this is a a win. I would I would think it's a win for K- Tina Kotek uh, on the east side. Um, she signed into law in, in July, uh, law SB four ninety eight, uh, which provides new or uh, a new Oregon estate tax exemption for up to fifteen million dollars of natural resource property that is used in a decedent's farming, forestry, or fishery business. So, one of the challenges, you know, so in the state of Oregon. Um, this uh, 16% above a million dollars. And so, you know, if you had money above a million bucks, you had to pay 16% of that uh, to the state of Oregon as, as an estate tax. And so when you think about the state of Oregon, you think about especially east of where we are today, uh, all of those ranches, right, those 20,000, 40,000 acre ranches uh, or farming, you know, in the valley farming operations, or, you know, the, we have a lot of that, or even fishing. These things were worth you know, many, many millions of dollars. Um, and, and, but the people didn't have the cash laying around. We were seeing lots of, uh, generational ranches and farms having to be sold, uh, to pay the estate tax. And it was a really sad deal. And so, you know, I, I will give Tina Kotek credit here and maybe 15 million isn't enough, but at least it's a, it's a big step from a million bucks. So, um, that is a, an important thing. And if you're in this situation, and actually Josh and I, didn't even, you know, this is our business and we didn't know about it. One of our clients told us about it. So thanks Dixie for that. But, um, yeah, this is a, this is a win and, and a good thing. So well done, Tina Kotek. I didn't think I'd be saying that. Um, and then this is the other thing. If, if you are in the camp that think interest rates have peaked, uh, I would tell you, you need to know what asset classes are going to do the best. And what we've seen uh, those asset classes in the last uh, couple weeks, and that is small cap stocks. So uh, when you look over over history and you look at interest when in cycle, interest rate peaks, it's uh, like, you know, peak, peak cycle peak, sorry, tongue tied there. Uh, small cap stocks are the asset class you need to own. And when Josh and I do free retirement reviews, when we look at people's portfolios, we see a giant void of small cap exposure in those portfolios. Over the last 15 years, just owning U.S. large cap stocks was all you needed to do. But if you were in the camp that, you know, when you look at what small caps did over the last couple of weeks, uh, it is an asset class that a lot of you need to own that don't. All right. So um, as part of... Uh, you know, we saw a couple of things that happened um, uh, you know, during COVID. President Trump signed into law the Secure Act, and then uh, President Biden signed in, into, into, into law the Secure Act 2.0. Man, I'm losing it here. Um, and so there were some interesting things in Secure Act 2.0 that a lot of you don't know about uh, that we think are really, really important. And the first one is um, in a Roth 401k, your company can now match your money. So previously how a 401k, you know, the, there's been – the option to have a Roth 401k and a traditional 401k for quite some time now. But previously to the Secure Act 2.0, the match money from your employer had to go in your traditional side of your retirement account. So you couldn't get a, a company match on the Roth side. And in Secure Act 2.0, your company match can also be contributed to your Roth side or 401k. So that's a big, big difference. Uh, the thing is, as Josh mentioned, it, mentions, it, it is now uh, also going to be considered uh, in income. So, you know, if you move it in the traditional side, if the company match goes in the traditional side, it goes in pre-tax, and uh, you don't have to pay taxes until you, it comes out. Um, but, you know, the Roth 401k for a lot of people, you know, like Josh and I have Roth 401k, our income, our income is too high to be able to contribute to a Roth IRA. And a lot of you out there listening to us right now, your income is, is way too high to be able to contribute to a Roth IRA. So your only option uh, to contribute to a Roth is in a 401k because in a Roth 401k, there are no income limits. And so uh, this is a big, a big one for a lot of you. So you now have the ability to so – pr- the problem is this, though, is a lot of companies, um, logistically, they, they had a hard time administrating this. Uh, but now that it's fully in law, uh, I think a lot of companies in 2024, they'll be able to certainly uh, do it. So that's a really big one. And a lot of people contributed to the traditional side because they thought that was the only way they were going to be able to get the match. Now the company match can go in both traditional and Roth, and big one. Um, the other thing is simple and SEP IRAs now offer a Roth option. And so, uh, you know, a lot of you out there, like if you're a realtor or uh, this, you know, small business owner that, uh, you know, you might have a SEP IRA, but you make a bunch of money uh, and you have a high really, you know, SEP IRA contribution limits or something like almost $60,000. And so a lot of you were contributing a ton of money in your, in your SEP, uh, but it was all in the traditional side. You can now 
uh, do a Roth. And same of a lot of you have small businesses out there that have a simple IRA. That's like the number one go-to small business retirement plan because it's so easy and so easy to set up and it doesn't require all the administrative stuff. Um, previously, again, you you only had the option to contribute into a traditional simple IRA. You can now contribute to yeah, a Roth. This is great. This is Congress doing something good. Doing well, the right, yeah. Leveling the playing field for small business owners that don't want to the administrative burden of a 401k. Yeah, just know that if you're a small business owner, uh, all the top heavy rules still exist. Meaning, you you know you you can't discriminate. You have to you know you have to provide equal access and equal contributions. And so, for a lot of you, like in Josh and my situation, uh, you know you have to have what's called a safe harbor 401k, so that uh, you know we have to provide a three percent match across the board for everybody. Otherwise, Josh and I couldn't contribute because we would have we would be too top heavy. Our plan would be too, too top heavy, meaning it would be too advantageous for us, the owners. And so uh, just know as a small business owner, uh, for a lot of you, you're going to have to do what's called the safe harbor plan. And, and a simple takes care of that because the contributions are made automatically. Um, and then lastly, and this is a big one for me because I happen to be in, in this case, but um, a 529 plan. So the 529 college savings plan, um, you know, a lot of people said, well, what do I do if I didn't use all the money or, or uh, you know, the kid didn't go to college or whatever. So just know that a 529 plan can be moved uh, from beneficiary to beneficiary. So if you're the grandparent or the parent that owns it and you have one kid that goes to college, but the other one doesn't, you can move it from one kid to the other uh, within bloodline. So like, you know, if, if in my case, my daughter, for whatever reason, doesn't go to college, um, her mother will kill her. But if she doesn't go to college, uh, I can move her money to my son uh, and he can, you know, do whatever he does with it in college. Um, and then, but the other thing that's a, a real big one is that you can convert that money to a Roth starting in 2024. So the things that are important in order to do that is the the 529 plan has to be in existence for 15 years. So you have to have that thing in existence for 15 years. Um, the kid has to have earned income up to the amount they contribute. So, you know, next year I'm going to convert some of my son's 529 plan to a Roth IRA for him. Um, but he has to have earned income up to the amount he can contribute. So next year, I think it's 6,500 bucks is his max contribution. He has to make that much, uh, in order to be able to, con for the, the contribution. So, uh, and, and then the max that he can convert from his 529 is $35,000. So he can't do more than that. Um, and, and that's true for everybody. So, and you can only do it up to the contribution limit on an annual basis. That's a really important one. So for a lot of people out there, you know, th this is one of those things where when I think about in my kid's situation, the Roth for him and both my kids uh, is a, you know, a game changer because that money will never be taxed. He doesn't have a tax problem anyway. And so if you can contribute the max when they're really young, when they're teenagers, uh, it's going to be a game changer. So, um, you know, I, I find myself in the fortunate position that I can do that. And so if you have old... For 529 money and you've had it for 15 years starting next year you can convert that uh to a roth for the beneficiary as long as they have earned income up to the amount you contribute all right if you don't sign up for our e-newsletter josh and i do a video it's an awesome one in the middle and end of every month where we talk about markets and uh how that affects your money so go to our website northwestquadrantwealth.com uh, get added to the list uh when we come back we'll tackle your email so stick around Get your free one-hour retirement review. Meet with a Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management Investment Advisor today for free. It's our offer to you as a listener to the show. Give us a call today to schedule your portfolio review. 800-743-0988. Again, 800-743-0988. It is that time of year that the elves herself have been afoot at the Cosmic Depot. The shelves seem to change themselves magically in the night. One morning, a herd of adorned elephants might arrive to wander through Cosmic Depot's forest of live bamboo and air plants, terrariums, and things to make them with. The next day, a pack of wool-felted mice, dressed ready to cross-country ski or take a dip in the sea, flock to the sticker book to find what's inside. 
one sacred crystal leaves room for another waiting to take its precious place as spirit tools find their forever homes and we behind the counter of the Cosmic Depot find repose, knowing that our jobs here are done once you have had enough fun. The Cosmic Depot sets tucked away at 342 Northeast Clay, and we think that once you arrive here, you will say it was worth the journey. You were so glad you took the opportunity. Open seven days a week. The Cosmic Depot is here to serve you and your shopping delight. Thank you, and good night. Everyday Value Warehouse Prices, Cascade Mattress. Cascade Mattress and Furniture would like to thank you for over a decade of shopping at their Ben location in the Ben Factory Stores and their new location in downtown Redmond. To celebrate and say thanks to the community, Cascade Mattress is giving the best deals of the season at the year-end clearance sale. Start by saving hundreds on in-stock King and Queen Sealy Posturepedic Pillow Tops. During the year-end clearance sale, save at both store locations with up to 50% off bed frames and bedroom groupings. And get the best deals of the year on 2023 closeouts and in-stock floor models. Get your best sleep in 2024 when you shop the year-end clearance sale at Cascade Mattress and furniture in Bend and now in downtown Redmond. Everyday value warehouse prices, Cascade Mattress. CascadeMattress.com or call 678-REST. Are you looking to enjoy going to church again? Check us out at Holy Communion, an independent Catholic church where all are truly welcome. Join us for Mass on Saturdays at 5 o'clock or Sundays at 9 o'clock and 11 o'clock and enjoy going to church again at Holy Communion. Are you about to mow the lawn? It's blazing hot out here. Smokey Bear says, Avoid using power equipment when it's windy or dry. It's all on SmokeyBear.com because only you can prevent wildfires. Brought to you by the USDA Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. When veterans return to civilian life, they deserve your recognition and support. You can help put vets to work by donating your car, truck, or van to Patriotic Hearts. Your donation will directly support programs to help vets find jobs or even start their own business. Donate today for fast, free pickup of your vehicle, running or not. Call 800 209 3485. 800 209 809-3485. Sponsored by Patriotic Arts. Get ready for holiday feast season with Pepto-Bismol. Uncle Derek's here with his famous fried turkey. Hey, Aunt Mary brought the mac and cheese. Donna's here with the potato salad. Pepto-Bismol provides fast, five-symptom relief for unexpected stomach upsets. So enjoy the holidays. Pepto has you covered, no matter who made the potato salad. When you have nausea, heartburn, indigestion, upset stomach, diarrhea. Pepto-Bismol. Use as directed. Keep out of reach of children. Get your free retirement review. Meet with a Northwest Quadrant Investment Advisor today for free. It's our offer to you as a listener to the show. Call us today to schedule your portfolio review. 800-743-0988. Again, 800-743-0988. Welcome back. Thanks for joining us on Financial Focus Radio. My name is Tyler Simonis. That guy right there, he is the one and only Josh Finelli. We appreciate you spending some of your weekend with us. As as Josh and I say, we wish we were the person our dogs think we are. Uh, so I know that a lot of you are probably Dave Ramsey fans. A lot of people listen to their like radio or money radio show junkies. And so you probably are some of you Dave Ramsey fans. Um, but one of the things that Dave Ramsey's done recently, which definitely caught our industry's attention and certainly Josh and mine as well, is, uh, <laughs> you know, the the amount he says that people can take from their retirement plans and not run out. So Dave Ramsey says that you can um, easily take out 8% on an annual basis of your retirement assets and not run on money. And he gets there through the math of uh, saying that, well, your investment portfolio should be returning 12% annually. Uh, and so if you take 8%, you, you know, you're going to have 4% left over and that seems great. And, that would be great if you were in first grade and and you didn't really actually and you thought the market 
went in a linear fashion and returned 12%. First of all, the market doesn't return 12%, but he says, if you own some growth, good growth mutual funds, I want to know what good growth well, mutual funds Peter, are going to return 12%. Peter Maluk at Creative Planning ran, put out a, an, analysis, an analysis of this with Monte Carlo showing 100% uh, equity portfolio based in U.S. stocks um, with different starting years, 65, 66, 68, 69, 7, all through the 70s, 99, 2000, 2001, all, all the way up through 2007 uh, with a, a, an 8% withdrawal rate. What's your portfolio value terminal? Uh, the longest it lasted was 15 years. Yeah, so you're going to run out of money because markets don't return even you know it's like even if they return 10 you're not going to get a 10 percent return if you're a retiree and and over your whole retirement uh and so you know we have bear markets and your four percent become or your eight percent would become 16 percent and the portfolio can't stand huge withdrawal rates shortest, like that shortest duration was nine year it, it, nine year expectancy on the portfolio and so rate. it's it's just a danger it's like it's because he has such a huge following it's so dangerous because he clearly doesn't know what he's talking about like he hasn't there's no way he's vetted this and looked at the data i mean the data is the data and so we're not it's not our opinion you know i don't necessarily have anything against dave ramsey i just have something against him giving this information out to his vast followers because it's dangerous. I mean, it's just, they're going to run out of money and he's not going to save you. And so that's the reason it's a problem. And so the number is half, literally half of what he says uh, is a sustainable withdrawal rate. All right. Before we tackle some emails, I just want to remind people, um, you know, when you invest money with a financial advisor or on your own, you should value liquidity in everything that is in your investment portfolio almost above everything else. And so do not buy illiquid investments. You should not buy be buying illiquid investments from either an advisor or yourself uh, because the problem with illiquidity is, uh, you know, it gets really ugly. And a lot of those illiquid things when the you know what hits the fan are the things that can go to zero. So uh, just value liquidity in your investment portfolio. When Josh and I are, are doing our due diligence on uh, what we're going to put in our client portfolios. One of the first things we look at is how liquid is the, are these securities? Because if they are not really liquid and we can get out of them really easy, we just move on. So value, value liquidity. All right. We got an uh, email from Anton K here in Ben. Anton says, hi guys. I have an excessive amount of money in my bank checking and savings accounts, about 200,000 in each. I need to know where to invest it. My financial planner advised putting it in my 401k but I can't transfer a chunk of money. I can only increase the percentage I contribute, which is currently at 10% of my salary. I have IRAs, but I can only deposit a certain amount there as well. What would be the best place for this extra money that will pay interest? <laughs> so, uh, Anton, here, here's the deal. I think what your financial advisor meant was, you know, you can just take some of that money, you know, money, that uh, in your your paycheck, just ma you know, go to 100% of your paycheck till you max out your plan to your 401k plan contributions, and obviously your paycheck is going to go to zero. And so just use some of that money you have in checking or savings uh, as if it were from your paycheck. And so, uh, and then once you get to the, your plan maxed out, hopefully your company stops your contributions, then your your paychecks can start again. And so that's one way to to get that money in 401k. But like you said, it's only a, a, a amount up to an amount of the contribution limit. And then the same goes true for your traditional or Roth IRA. Make sure you get, use that money to max that out. Past that, you know, you, you should be investing in what we call a taxable investment account. And so, um, you know, you can say, okay, what's my emergency fund? Um, and you know, what's that number? What's six to 12 to eight, maybe 18 months of my living expenses have that in, in the savings account. I would tell you to put it in a money market, but fine keep it in the savings account if that makes you feel better. And then above and beyond that, you shouldn't be investing in a taxable investment account, uh, and invest that money very similarly to the rest of your money. Uh, you just want to make sure you in the taxable investment account, you own very tax efficient things. So, uh, there are no contribution limits, uh, to a taxable investment account. So let's say your emergency fund, uh, you know, it sounds like you have $400,000 in cash. Let's say your emergency fund is 100000 You can take $300,000, put it in a taxable investment account, uh, and invest that money. I would tell you to invest it in exchange-traded funds or ETFs uh, that track indexes. That That's going to be a very tax-efficient strategy. Just know that, that those things are going to pay dividends, and you're going to earn money over time. And, um, and that means uh, you're going to get what's called a 1099, uh, and you're going to have to pay taxes on that money, uh, you know, on the, on those distributions, but, uh, you're going to be paying taxes along the way. 
All right, we got an email from Robert S. I currently have a certificate of deposit that I consider a reasonably high balance. I've named a beneficiary in the event something were to happen to me. Would there be tax tax consequences for the beneficiary upon receipt? Uh, So what Robert is talking about is that he made uh, his uh, CD holding a transfer on death TOD account so that in the event of his death, there's in fact a beneficiary. Um, So Robert, no, uh, you assuming it's not an IRA, which it doesn't sound like it is, um, your beneficiary is going to get to own that uh, CD uh, without any tax liability because they get what's called a step-up in basis. And so Robert or anybody else out there listening, let, let's say the CD instead of a CD, it was a stock or a bond or even a house. Um, all of these assets outside of a retirement uh, account get what we call a step-up in basis. So you know, y- let's say you bought a stock for, uh, for $10,000 and now it's $50,000 and you die, your beneficiaries get the the new basis of fifty thousand dollars. So they don't know, if they were to sell it, they don't owe, owe any taxes. Uh, the only time the cost basis sort of goes with uh, is in an annuity, which is another reason we don't like annuities. So the step up in cost basis feature, whether it be in real estate or in uh, securities, is a really great feature. And, and another thing, when you think about passing money to your beneficiaries, uh, taxable investment accounts, are people love to inherit those. All right, that's our show this week. We appreciate you spending some time with us. Remember, buy low, sell high. We'll see you next week. been listening to partners of Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management on the radio show Financial Focus. Remember, you can email or call with your questions anytime during the week. Visit northwestquadrantwealth.com for more information. See you next week on Financial Focus. Any opinions expressed herein are given in good faith and are subject to change without notice and are only correct at the stated date of issue. Past performance is not always indicative of future results. This material is not intended as an offer or solicitation for the purchase or sale of any security or other financial instrument. Securities, financial instruments, or strategies mentioned may not be suitable for all investors. Prices, values, or income from an investment mentioned in this report may fall against the interest of the investor, and the investor may get back less than the amount invested. This material does not take into account your particular investment objectives, financial situation, or needs, and is not intended as a recommendation of particular securities, financial instruments, or strategies to you. Before acting on any recommendation on this material, you should consider whether it's suitable for your particular circumstances and, if necessary, seek professional advice.